Steve Garnett. Aaron Kelly. Gimme, 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 Rouse. All three of us. Dave the Bear. And this is Giant Size Man Things, the only show that contributes to a fundraiser to teach horses how to read comics. And it is successful. Extremely successful. Well, what kind of comics do the horses read? Just uh, regular kind of Spider-Man ones. Educational ones. Okay. Like Spider-Man. Spider. I taught a horse uh, last week how to uh, read The Walking Dead. And, it, and uh, well, you know, I was going to make a little joke there, but the I can't remember if the horse part is in, I don't know if the horse part's in the comic like in the show. Well, you know, I, I think that's cool. But when the horse watched The Walking Dead when I showed him the show, it, it was, was... It was pretty bothered. Was it? It was bothered by the well, scene with the horse well, at the, in the first season. Which... Which doesn't make sense, what? considering when people watch it, they don't get bothered, so why's the horse? I know, it's it why the horses are sensitive. Get, see, that's the thing. People get bothered by some of the Maybe horses see, are too sensitive, though. Uh, that they see on The Walking Dead, like two dudes making out, apparently was a huge deal. It was. The, the evisceration of, of human beings is not, you know, what's wrong with that? Yeah, that's true. I'm not getting into Maybe, that, well, I, can I say this? Maybe the <laughs> second guy, you know, Aaron... It was more attractive. Maybe they just didn't find the guy attractive enough. The second guy. And that's so, why. So that's what, maybe that's why they were bothered. They were like, that guy, dude, is ugly. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Who knows? Well, those judgmental pricks. All <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they they probably watched so, G.I. Joe yeah. growing up. Let me just tell you that that name just must like homosexuality and the name Aaron just they must go hand in hand because you know. Well, how do you think? It is for me. Every time I'm walking down the street, I hear these protesters saying it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And I'm like, why you got to bring me into this? <laughs> I remember when you see him kiss, you know, that guy in the comic. Because you, you start know, looking at him and be like, except when it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, seriously, that's crazy. But anyway, let's let's not do a, a political show today. Well, good, because <laughs> I don't like this. Did anybody read any comics this week? Uh, I yes, sure did. I, I've read a couple this week, as as per the norm. I, yeah. I, I worked a bunch, so I got to read one. So, so let's go and do what Dave's pick of the week is, since <laughs> well, he only read... It must be whatever one comic that he read. Unfortunately, it, I, I, I just read this because it was a new one. It was Southern Cross. Okay. It actually was not a... Uh, I wasn't too sure what it was going to be about, I guess. I didn't really look that much into it, but uh, it was pretty good. And at the end, it really sets up for a good story. So, hopefully, yeah, I picked that up. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, I haven't read it yet either. <laughs> I'm, I want to read it. It looks pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. What about what's your pick of the week? Um, I read a few, and I tossed up and down, but I surprisingly it is going to be Howard the Duck issue one. Right on. This is the first time I've picked a Marvel book. Uh, I don't know, every, every time we've done a pick of the week. But uh, this book starts out with Howard, Howard being released from jail. He's a private investigator. And he gets this little, uh, whatever he does, this contract to try to steal back a, uh, a necklace that was stolen from somebody. And the necklace was stolen by the black cat. So, you know, he goes to, you know, he tries to find the black cat. There's a lot of, uh, there. There's a lot of humor. There's a lot of cam- uh, cameos. You see Spider-Man. You see the Black Cat. You see She-Hulk. Uh, there's a pretty big cameo, I guess, at the end. Um, but I enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed I it way I, more than I probably thought I would have. So I, I'm, I have to say I've been pretty surprised there have actually been people coming in Mountain Empire looking for that book. Yeah, they sold out of it, though. It, it, it was actually a really good... 
Um, which that surprises me, but I th- I've always thought he was a, he was a, a very humorous character. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was definitely it was a, kind of a men behaving badly type of comic back in the days. Like you know, he smoked, drank, womanized. And he he doesn't look like Donald anymore. Good. No. <laughs> we don't need no Donald the Duck, Coward the Duck. No. It's like. But being that Disney is owned by Marvel, we yeah. might get a Donald the Tower you crossover. Could. Maybe they're cousins. Take Maybe they're cousins. Steve, what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week. Uh, it took me a while to narrow it down. I read quite a few books this week, as usual. But this time, I'm going to go and some people are going to hate me for this. But I'm going to pick a Spider Gwen issue number two. The reason why I'm going with this issue is. Uh, I certainly think that Spider-Gwen number two is a lot better than Spider-Gwen number one. And I actually think Marvel made a bad choice here. I think that they should have put one and two together as a double issue for the first issue. Because I think it would have hooked a lot of people if those two issues would have been just together as one. Man, I I have to say that the Spider-Gwen number one, as popular as that character was explosively, I didn't talk to anybody that read that first issue that said, oh yeah, it was great. They were also, everybody everybody that read it was just like, alright. I mean. Yeah. yeah. So, and. And also it's one of those things, you know, yeah. like Spider-Gwen of course is a spinoff of a Sp- Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. If you're not reading The Amazing Spider-Man and you read Spider-Gwen you're not going to get as much out of it, of course. But I will say, if you pick up issue one and two of Spider-Gwen, I think you will actually be pretty pleased with it. It's pretty cool. Unless you're just dead set on being against that character, which some people are. Yeah. Like myself. Because some people, you, you hate Spider-Gwen, you're a Spider-Gwen hater? It's not that I it's not that I hate Spider-Gwen, I just think they pushed the wrong character. They didn't push her, dude. It was the fans. The fans made this book happen. I just don't see how they could have wanted her over Silk, because Silk's such a sweeter character. In my opinion, that's just my opinion, though. Well, you know, Edge of Spider-Verse 2 came out, and that is what set the ball rolling. People loved it for some reason. Yeah. They were actually going to... I read in an interview with Dan Slott, the writer of Amazing Spider-Man, they were originally planning... They were not planning ever to do a Spider-Gwen book. They were planning to do a new run of Spider-Ham. And because and because fans fucking Porker? Yeah, Peter, Peter Porker, Porker, the, the spectacular, spectacular Spider-Ham. Yeah. They were that was the plan and because fans wanted the the Gwen Stacy Spider-Gwen woman so much, they were like let's let's give them what they want. Let's do the Spider-Gwen book. Isn't that Spider-Ham? I think so. Jason yeah. Latorno. Hmm. But yeah, I guess like the way how I, I don't really know how all this works like to be honest. Right but like Dan Slot, who was the writer for Spider Man on this run, yeah. I guess he must have like some kind of like control over like the writers who are doing the spinoffs because they're all working together, of course. You know, well, good. So I don't know. So uh, so Latour's like a double threat, you know, because he he draws uh, Southern Bastards, does he? And then oh. here he is writing so. Yeah, he's one of those double A lot of them do that. Scotty Young does that. Uh, yeah. If anybody knows how to pronounce this guy's name, you could tell me. Steven Sejic? 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 I know you're talking about the artist that they just put on Rat Queens. Yeah, he writes... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's Death Sejic. Vigil? Yeah, I think it's Sejic. I think you're right. You sure it's not Sejic? Pat Sejic? I wish it was Sejic. It may be Pat Sejic. I wish he was uh, related to Sejic. Yeah, I definitely be. went with Spider-Gwen, too, for this time. I actually... Some I've talked to a couple people who think that they're going to kill uh, 
Gwen Stacy, this new Gwen Stacy, you know, uh, the Spider Gwen, that they're going to kill her off soon. But I don't know, man. I think she's around to stay for a while. She's really popular. You know, Marvel claims that they, they, they had every, like, all this shit planned, you know, leading up to Secret Wars. I don't think they would introduce a book for three issues just to kill, her, I don't kill that character off. Definitely if they made a new character. So I, I think she's going to be around for a while. This that, could be and, Marvel's and Silk, Harley I mean, you, you know, Silk is probably going to be around too for the sake of that. I don't I don't think they'd do like three issues of this new character and be like, no I, more. I agree, which, and you know, I mean, we're planning on talking about Secret Wars at length later in the episode, so... But yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, I, agree. I, I don't even think they'll kill her during Secret Wars. I don't either. I think they've got a bigger plan going on here. Yeah, I think it's uh, definitely much larger. All right. Now, what about your pick of the week? Jimmy? My pick of the week was uh, Mouse Guard: Legends of the Guard Volume Three's first issue. Oh, nice. That. I nice. That. I love me some Mouse Guard. Man. Mouse Guard is awesome, and the place, the the area that it's at in the comic shop, I always never look over there. Yeah, yeah, because it's not on my pull list comments. or anything, but. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, it's it's a, it's an odd book anyway because it's, it's cool. It's square bound. I love the art. Um, uh, and the the cool thing about Legends of the Guard, man, is David Peterson that created it. He does a wraparound story that runs through the Legends of the Guard, and what it is is you have this uh, inn in one of the Mouse Cities uh, called the June Alley Inn, and the mouse that owns the inn has a contest for the regulars that have tabs in the bar, you know. You tell a story, and if you tell the best story, you don't have to pay your tab, right? Okay. And so that's what the Legends of the Guard series are. But then the book is actually an anthology book, so there'll be like three or four, you know, three or four stories in every issue. But they're all done by different writers and artists besides Peterson. You know, he he does the wraparound, but all the rest of the book, all the stories, and it's the different mice in the bars telling the story. So you get these little short stories that are just like one and done, and you know, it's it's every issue is a good read. You know, right. and the the first two volumes of it were fantastic. This this volume has started out great. Scotty Young's got a story in the first issue, which is awesome, uh, because just the kind of the, the the that kind of style of art that he does when he does the you know the, the the child superheroes and stuff like that that works really good with mice for some reason. I just thought it was a really cool style for that for that kind of a story, but that's my pick for the week, man. It's awesome! Like, uh, it's, I always look forward to Mouse Guard when it's coming out anyway. But that is a cool book. I will definitely agree with you on that. All right. So, what do we want to do now? Crows? I got a story. You want to, talk, want to talk about the crow? I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of happy with this. Uh, there there's been some casting stuff going on with the with the crow reboot that they're planning. I did not even know they were doing a reboot yeah. of the crow. And I gotta tell you right now, I'm not even a fan of the original crow. I just don't like the crow. When I was young, growing up, you know who liked the crow? People for some reason, people pe- that were sh- like your goth people, right? No, not even them. They didn't even like it that much because the wrestler kids loved it. The sting. <laughs> the wrestler kids were obsessed with the, the crow. Wrestler sting, right? Yeah, exactly. Dude, it, and it just it made it be like I just like the crow. Notorious comic book fan. Yeah, that's where he got it. Before you even mention the cast, people are raising immortal hell that they're even remaking, remaking it. Because first of all, what was his name? Brandon Lee died. Though he died, the first one's perfect. But you know, there's numerous. Yeah, but but you know what? They're gonna remake everything because there's movies that I'm like, yeah. you shouldn't touch. You well, should not touch. I bet they won't years. remake Star Wars, the the four, five, and six. I bet you will never see those get no remade. No one's going to be able to ever remake them. Get Disney twenty years. George Lucas will. I don't know because I think Disney's just going to keep no, making yeah. Star Wars movies. Jay, don't. Hey, doesn't he's not given the. Those are the only movies he's not given the rights to. 
He still has the rights to one, two, and no, three. Fox has got the film rights to him. He doesn't have the rights to anything. Yeah. He no longer owns Star Wars. So Fox is never going to give him up. Probably. Fox you know, I, up. you know, if they never quit making the movies, which they Fox make, they make, make not, way too much I money. I think eventually their rights expire, uh, and they would have to, they would have to pay to renew their rights, and I don't think Disney's going to give them that option because why would they? Well, anyway, who's casted in the Crow? Okay, <laughs> yeah. cast, they they have cast the, uh, in the Crow Jack Houston. Uh, who is, uh, if you're a fan of Boardwalk Empire, he's the guy that played Harrow. I'm not a fan of that guy, but I am a fan of Papa Smurf. And if you don't know this, uh, he's actually from Fort Sam Houston. I did not know that. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. I wonder if he's related to Sam Houston. He probably is. Yeah, I... I saw someone that took a, a, a shot of him and put, like, the crow makeup on yeah. him, you know. And I was like, eh. I mean, it's a movie I don't, I'm not going to rush out and see. <laughs> I was never that big about the crow and this, the, even the sequel. I was never that big on either one of those. I mean, I'm, begin I'm, with. The only well, thing I liked about it is that some of the, there's been more than the one soundtrack. Scene. No, the only thing I liked about it is that the dude actually awesome. got shot and killed. Oh, what, oh. what happened to uh, the soundtrack? Uh, was awesome, man. Gentler Dave. That was two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> You've changed. I've changed. I watched GI Joe. You watched <laughs> one episode? Yeah, no, I'm you watched one episode. I'm ruined. Was it The Rise of Serpentor? Please tell me it was The Rise of Serpentor because that's the one everybody hates. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Uh, no, I, I'm. I, I'll probably check it out. I mean, I will not. James O'Barr is involved in it. He created the crow. I'll tell you um, what. If he gets killed on accident, I'll watch it. <laughs> How that movie would be cursed. Oh In fact, God. I don't ever don't play that guy. Maybe they should be safe and not have any guns in this one. <laughs> with with, with <laughs> all, bullets all in them. All of the guns are plastic. Uh, that's the thing, man. It's like I don't, uh, with it being a reboot, I don't know if they're going to go back and tell the original story. And I'm, like, I, I do agree. I don't think it's been long enough. I, I don't think it's been long enough. I'm, I'm like, I'm just not that big of a fan. Where I'm like, they need to remake this, which I don't think they really need to remake anything, unless the original is so shitty. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, unless the that? original was a failure. Like remake Geely or whatever that Ben Affleck movie was. Remake that because you. What? I don't know if we need a remake of that either. But <laughs> you, could go, you could go shit and it would be a better film. I mean, it's it's like stuff like that is what you should remake. Stuff that's garbage. I don't know, dude. Sometimes remakes I like. I really liked the RoboCop remake, personally. I thought it was cool. I didn't watch it. I liked it, dude. Uh, what was, I thought it was it good, pretty good. Me off. I just watched I enjoyed it, it. Out for the first time. What was it? Um, I was like, I watched another bother one. Me. There's a few of like the horror ones, I think. What's were, the movie that had... Uh, like, The Hills Have Eyes, for instance. That, that remake, was a good remake. West, that remake was good. Western movie. 310 to Yuma. Because that was a remake. Well, while you're thinking about Western movies, we'll move on and talk about this something more that as- more people care about, like Tron 3. How about I care about Tron 3. Now, that's a movie I'm going to fucking watch. Is Jeff Bridges in it? Probably not. He died in the second one. Oh, I don't remember that he died. I don't think I've even watched the I guess it's a spoiler one. alert for him. Well, it's I not a spoiler three four years been, after the fact. There's longer, really though. a second one out? Yeah, you didn't know that. You saw Tron, Tron Legacy. Yeah, the, uh, the, <laughs> yeah, you never saw Tron Legacy. <laughs> I don't remember You didn't see the Tron that had the Daft Punk soundtrack. Wait, we announced that, Tron I hate Three. Daft Punk that much. You do? We uh, announced Tron Three, what? and it takes a minute into the conversation for you. Dude, I like that song a lot, and I thought it was a good choice for that sound. I don't remember <laughs> him dying, man. Maybe I don't remember much of, uh, of that. He, yeah, he died at the that end. That was of. your liquor years. God damn it! 
I you just ruined the movie for him. I love Jeff Bridges. You, next time, say there's a spoiler so he can cover his ears. He dies. You know, Jeff Bridges awesome. is in that Western movie that Dave's trying to think of, I think. He is. What? Oh, uh, is he really? <laughs> yes. What is it? God. Now I can't remember what that movie's called True either. True Grit. Yeah. True Grit, yeah. yeah. No, 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 that's what you're talking about? That was a sweet remake. It was. I liked it. I mean, yeah, it was much closer to the original. But the original is yeah. better. But it still was a sweet remake. See, I, I like. I don't want remakes to be the same as the original. Otherwise, no. I'll just go watch the original. I, that's just how I am. A lot of people disagree with me about that. But if I'm going to watch a remake, I want to see a fresh take on it. That's I, how I am. I don't, I don't care one way or the other as long as it's some, as long as there's some kind of quality involved in it. You know, I don't want to watch a remake where it's here's a perfect for instance. The remake of Total Recall. I did not like that one. I didn't no mind one it. liked that one I, because I it's liked not it. fucking Total Recall. And it just wasn't good, though. It just yeah. wasn't good. They could have named it something else. I still would have it. Was, it. It was so much closer to being something spun out of Blade Runner. Yeah. Mm. I think. Than Total Recall. And it was just like, well, we made this sci-fi movie that's got flying cars. And it's set in the future. What can we... We need... It's not going to sell very well on film. We need to give it the name of some classic sci-fi movie. I have an idea. Yeah, and that movie actually had, to be a flop, it actually had a pretty good cast. Logan's Run. I want to see a remake of Logan's Run starring Wolverine. Like not Hugh Jackman, actually Hugh Jackman in character as Wolverine. Yeah, See, well, Logan, just runs Logan Howlett's run. There's there's a movie, that's a perfect example. Logan's Run was an amazing, amazing movie, but because it was futuristic and when it was done, if they did a remake of that, and and had a good story and and stay true to the original, it'd be amazing. It would look so sweet. And that's the thing. It's like that that particular movie. Requires very little along the lines of special effects. It'd still be sweet though. Yeah, I well, agree. And that, that's the thing. It's like that's that. While that movie has a cult following, the broad populace of science fiction fans—well, no, science fiction fans know about it—but but the broad populace of people who are not fans of science fiction probably have never watched that movie. Well, then they're retarded. I want to retarded people. Something of Bruce Campbell, who I. I'm a big fan of Bruce who, Campbell. Who is Bruce Campbell? Uh, have you seen like Evil Dead? Evil, De- Evil Dead. I just want you to tell the fans, in your eyes, what <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Campbell has is to you. The greatest chin in existence. Uh, he is an amazing writer. He's written two novels. Anyway, mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell is writing a uh, uh, what he deemed deems is a uh, a horror version of the Expendables or Expendables, whatever the the action, you know, the big. Yeah. So he's he's apparently writing a horror film version of that, and that is all he said. He didn't say. Has he, have he, he, has he watched those movies? Well, I don't think he because they are pretty much horror movies. I think he just means like a, probably cast. I guess is what he. I, I don't exactly know what he's talking about, but anyway, I think it. You know, he, he, he just said that that's coming out there, and I don't know what he's. Well, I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, I, I like Bruce Campbell. And so, the Expendables. I like the Expendables too. Especially yeah. that part with Chuck Norris where he takes out like twenty people at once. I wasn't even worried about that, but Chuck, that Chuck was Norris sweet, telling though. the Chuck Norris joke. Yes, that was so. That was legendary. 
Oh, sweet. And watching legendary. and watching Stallone run is legendary. Because he <laughs> looks like his back's going to break every time he runs. Bruce Campbell's currently working on the Ash vs. Evil Dead television series, and Lucy Lawless was just signed in to uh, have a uh, lead role. I can never Old take... Xena Warrior Princess. I can't take Lucy Lawless yeah. serious ever again for as long as I live because that fucking show she was in called Spartacus. Where she spends the whole movie, or the whole show, in every episode just getting fucked. Yeah, but what about her role in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I don't watch that show that much. I'm glad oh, you brought that up. you're missing out then. Because apparently she's going to come back on the show, and I don't really understand how the fuck that's going to happen, having watched the episode where she died. What about Agent Coulson? I saw him die. Yeah, but that was different. That's Coulson. This is some random chick that was on one friggin' episode for three minutes. But is Xena... Yeah. She do that? She's not Xena. <laughs> uh-huh. Not in the That's what's going to turn out. Marvel has bought the rights to Xena, <laughs> and they're going to introduce her to the Marvel Universe. That's how they're going to do it. They also bought the rights <laughs> to that 90s Hercules show, so that guy's coming back. Kevin Sorbo's return. Kevin Sorbo's coming back. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Okay, what is this Escape from New York stuff going on? Okay, Escape from New York. Uh, Shoutcast. Oh, the big Shout Blu-ray Factory, release. Yeah. Screen Factory, that's it. Screen Factory has announced the forthcoming release of a two-disc collector's edition of Escape from New York on Blu-ray, and that will be available on April 21st if you're a fan of that. All it's, right. They're actually, I, I believe one of us is. I knew you were. They're actually, For those of you who don't know who we're talking about, that would be Dave. They're, <laughs> they're actually doing a legit, as opposed to taking the DVD and putting it in a Blu-ray format, they're actually going through and like... Remastering? Remastering it. stuff like they did with They Live... Uh, they're a pretty. They're a really good company. Well, if you're into that, that's something to look out for. BC's Pizza. I don't even know what that is. Better call Saul. And Vin- pizza. I'm getting there. Vince Gilligan did a. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He joined. There's a podcast. Oh, I know what you're talking about there, now. Yeah. There, there's a podcast show that is about Better Call Saul. There's a podcast for Breaking Bad. Anyway, Vince Gilligan was the guest host this week, and first of all, he asked that people would please stop throwing pizza. Oh. On the Walter White house. Yeah. And like uh, there's like a family that lives there, like an elderly. There was couple always or a something. family that lived there. They they shot the exteriors of the house, I think. I don't think the interiors I think the interiors was a studio. But you know, there's that scene, I think it's in like season three where Walter White throws that pizza on the yeah. roof. So people will go to that house and they throw a pizza and they on throw it. a pizza on the roof. I saw that. Uh, so he's he's, like, please stop throwing pizzas on their Vin, roof. Then yeah. He says that you know, he does not think those people are fans for vandalizing this poor old lady's house. Also, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't finished Breaking Bad and you haven't watched Better Call Saul, so like pause, move forward 30 seconds in time. He also announced that we are not bruising uh, Saul Goodman in Nebraska, that there will be more to that story, Okay. Uh, which is how this started. And I guess from here on out, Better Call Saul is going to be extremely dark this season. So Okay. I have enjoyed the show. I will yeah. say that. Yeah, me too. You're good. <clears throat> Yeah, Dave has it. Now, now something that people are actually interested in is the Star Wars news. Wouldn't you guys say? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, somebody might be interested in Escape to New York or whatever that is. But let's talk about these be. Star Wars films. Uh, that's classic, too. That's, that's, that's classic. John Carter. Carter. It's a, it's a, Snake Plissken will kick your ass. And fucking Dick Warlock. <laughs> I'd like to see him try. He kicked Snake. Warlock. Snake would whoop Darth Vader's ass in a fight. Oh, bullshit. No doubt. No doubt. There is no way, dude. For one thing, I, I he's don't know, old I don't as know shit. if I can get behind that. <laughs> 
Dude, Snake is unbeatable, or he'd been beaten. You take Darth that Vader away from Vader, he's useless. You Dude, you you just you just brought a Chihuahua to a T Rex fight. Yeah, and guess what? Sometimes the T Rex is too big and thinks it's too strong and gets fucked in the end. What? Not by a Chihuahua. What happened? What happened? Uh huh. Dude, no. I'm sorry if you think that Darth Maul was a T Rex. Little little shit. Fuck up. We gone Jin. Obi Wan. We gone Jin. And then little shit Obi-Wan who was an apprentice fucking whooped Darth Maul's ass. Dude, that's George Lucas, not them. That wasn't their fault that George Lucas made them do that. Dude, there's no way that Snake Bliss Balls can fucking beat Darth Vader. (laughs) Yeah, he can. That's the dumbest shit that I've ever done. Snake Bliskin, Darth Vader, choke. No, it wouldn't happen because it'd be a fake Snake Bliskin. He'd be behind him and fucking kill him. Like Darth Vader wouldn't be able to sense then his presence because he would hide his presence. I don't think you've ever seen that surf scene. Dude, Snake cannot use the force. That surf scene should show you how how much of a badass Snake was. We're talking. Okay, can anybody beat a Sith that doesn't even cannot even use the force at all? Yeah, yeah, really. Because I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, uh, uh, like the clones and. The fucking robots and all that shit. That fucking people with the force died from those during the wars. So yeah, they can be killed by nothings. I'm talking about just, the Sith, dude. I said the Sith, not the shitty little Jedi's that George Lucas made up. I'm talking about. It. Oh, okay. So if you're a Sith, you're more badass. Dude, than this is the else. dumbest thing I've ever. Dude, if you listen to this show, I want you to comment on our page. Who would win? Snake Buttfish or uh, Darth, Darth Sucks Vader? Too much dick, dude. I'm sorry, dude. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> if you really believe that, then something is wrong with you. Ah, uh, th- now see, this is the kind of th- this is the kind of comic book shop argument I've wanted to happen on the show. <laughs> if you really believe that, dude. The, oh my god. Anyway, Star Wars Episode Seven. Yes, back to the show. I think I think I don't remember. I'm I think pissed. it was a 2017 release. Is that right? 2018 episode eight. for L oh, episode no, seven. But I didn't I think, think so. Darth Vader. I think he has a chance. Excuse me, eight. You're right. It's I mean, eight. Kinda. Seven's the one. Got a little bit of a chance. Yeah. Uh, a little. Anyway, a it's being directed percentage. by uh, Ray Johnson. I'm a big fine. fan of the guy. Yeah. So uh, uh, if you haven't seen uh, Looper, you should do yourself a good. Uh, oh, that's a sweet movie. If you haven't seen Brick, that is in my all-time top five favorite films of all time. That was his first. I think we're gonna get a lot of Star Wars movies. We are. We're gonna get a ton. And then they announced. I'm not complaining about. They announced Rogue One, which is the first spinoff of Star Wars, uh, directed by Gareth Edwards. I thought it was gonna be Rogue. The movie uh, about Rogue. (laughs) Gareth Edwards did the recent Godzilla as well as uh, Monsters, which I really like. like Monsters Monsters Two looks fucking sweet. Yeah, I've been waiting for that, but. I, I'm see. I'm I'm really intrigued by the Rogue One because they, you know we already know that they're planning on a spinoff with a, a Yoda and a, sp- a spinoff movie with Boba Fett, but this one no one knew anything about. Yeah. And Rogue One classically was Wedge Antilles, and that's my favorite character in Star Wars. Now, will it be about him? Probably not. I heard it was a romance between him and Admiral Akbar. It might be. <laughs> that's what I always heard. It might be because you know. Once you go squid, you don't go back. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a different kind of movie. I've Never mind. Did so, <laughs> you pick that one up Mount Empire? Probably. Along with uh, star balls or whatever? Yeah, probably. Space balls. Um, okay. Uh, 
Marvel's not going to the San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. Who fucking cares? I, I don't I don't see why anybody even has an issue with that because one the San Diego Comic Con is not about comic books anymore. It has ceased to be a thing about comic books. It's like somebody was talking about that last year at, at the Comic Cons. Like a lot of people, a lot of the creators have stopped going because now the comic book people are being pushed into like back hallways. I'm sorry. You know, you know I wonder. If I'm sorry, but the Marvel's announcement at the last San Diego Comic Con. Do we even need another announcement from them for a while? Probably I, no. I just wonder if it's a gimmick because that quote came from James Gunn. You know, and, well, yeah, uh, but see, Disney's got Disney's got their own expo, uh, uh, DX, whatever okay. the hell they call it, so they can move everything there. Yeah, DX, that's Disney Expo, not Degeneration X. Different thing entirely. <laughs> Is that wrestling again? Are we yes, back it to, was. Are we back are. to wrestling? Uh, somehow. <laughs> Not again. I hate wrestling. This is like the twelfth time. So I got a story to tell you guys. On, on my way over here today, I was I was actually waiting. Also, uh, Barrett's two is coming out. Oh yes, there's, there's <laughs> that. I'm and, and now what now? <laughs> tell us the story. The story. Uh, actually, I already told you the story, so you're gonna be bored for a minute. But on, on the way over here today, I stopped by Target and, and was just milling about, picking up some stuff. And uh, I, I was, uh, I finally, Aaron, you know, sent me a message and said everybody was here. So I, said, well, I'm gonna grab some, grab a snack right quick and head over. So I go up, grab a couple of drinks, go to the, go to the uh, snack bar. And the lady at the snack bar is really nice to me. And she, just a sweet old lady, and you know, I ordered a couple of. Did you get her number? I did not. Uh, I was hoping you'd get an old lady. That's what I like. I like them old. They treat you better. Oh, okay. Make you cookies. And they make you cookies. Well, this one made me. Uh, Pretzel. Pretzels. And you didn't even have the banger. No. <laughs> awesome. I just paid her. I paid her for pretzels. Ooh, that, that sounds like solicitation. <laughs> Not really. There was there was a menu. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> so she makes my freaking pretzel, right? Like I ordered two pretzels. Uh, and she makes one and gives it to me. She's like, uh, you know, she gives me the first one. She comes back. She's like, or she had asked me if I wanted a bag. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. You know? And uh, she, so she goes and makes my other pretzel and brings it back. And she's like, complete change of personality. She's like, here's your pretzel, sir. I'll go get you a pouch. A pouch? It's like a pouch. When, if she would have said that to me, I would have been thinking like a leather like pouch. Like, well, like you uh, see yeah, like you in know, a for, fantasy For a setting. second. And she walks off and like for a second I was like, well, what the hell is this thing going to look like? Is it going to just be like a you know paper pouch or something? I know? guess you meant like a paper pouch. That's what it sounds that, like. Well, that's what I was thinking, you know. But it, they 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 kind of come in one of those. So I'm standing here and I'm holding these two pretzels, and the lady walks off, and I turn around, and there's these three little kids behind me who can't be more than four years old. They're all dressed identically, standing there holding hands, and it was the creepiest goddamn thing that was. Their parents with them? Well, eventually. What they look like? The regular folk. Were they dressed exactly the same as the kids? No, because oh. then I would have just run out of Target. Were they strength. dressed like Amish? No, hmm. no. But the, the three children were dressed identically, and they were just standing there staring up at me, like I was the scariest goddamn thing they've ever seen. And for, that just, is weird. for just a minute, I thought that I had fallen into the fucking uh, village of the damned or something. You know, it was it was horrible. And so then the lady brings back the pouch, and it's just a plastic bag. Just like a Target. That's weird. It was a Target, target bag. bag. It was a Target bag. We should write a horror movie script based on this concept Guys, called the 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 pretzels and the ghost girls. I know we're going to be talking about uh, Secret Wars in a minute. So what I'm gonna do, just because I love superheroes so much, 
I'm going to write and fold on these pieces of paper what if you guys were superheroes, your superhero names would be. Oh, Jesus. And at the end of the show, I want you to read off what superhero you would be. Okay. So we we write them and fold them? No, and then no I'm going to write them no, again. No, Who's just going to name us? So you're naming me what I'm going to be. Yes. Yeah. What you guys would be. Just yeah, well, I, I I'm being just assigned a superhero. Wait, 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 wait. Read these now or read them? Read them at the end of the show. Well, Jimmy's already read his. Okay. Well, that's all right. Yeah, you can read them. We just can't we tell, tell them to the end of It's a secret. All right, let me talk about something that came out <clears throat> last week. There is this woman, and I forgot I forgot her name. Anyway, she's going under the name Granny Love, Granny's Love Comics 2. Uh, she's the sweet 7 Like 2 as in also. No, like number 2. What the hell's number 1? I don't know. The, the fuck is that about? She's anyway, she's this really comics. sweet... Elderly lady, she's uh, I think she's like 72. She's been reading comics for 55 years. She's uh, British. She is starting a podcast, which started this week, of a review show. And now, before you're like, oh, it's a 70-year-old woman, she's been reading Marvel and DC for 55 years. So she has a humongous background on stuff. She got into Image in the late 90s, and she, she, uh, she was thinking of like a good way uh, to kick off her first episode, right? Uh, by getting her first comic book tattoo. Now she... At 72 years old. At 72 years old. She's a huge Mark Miller fan, as am I. Uh, she loved Starlight. I think Jimmy liked it. Oh, yeah. I, I loved it. Uh, if you're not familiar with Starlight, it's this guy by the name of Duke McQueen. He's in his 60s, and it appealed to her because you have this older this older hero. Yeah. So she decides to kick off her first episode with her first comic book tattoo. Now, I was expecting, you know, like... A Duke McQueen maybe on like a really small one on like her forearm yeah. or on her leg somewhere that would be covered. But when she shows you this tattoo, I'm not making this up and I will post this on the Facebook. It is an entire back piece of the cover for Starlight issue one, which is like Duke McQueen with the sword and it says Starlight. It covers her entire back. <laughs> and uh, Holy when, crap. when I saw this... I was like, I was like, oh my god, like that is stepping it up. And uh, Mark Miller, of course, claims that there's not a bigger Starlight fan, in, you know, in the world. And I would say he's probably right. I, <laughs> I mean, I love it. I wouldn't. I, I loved it, but I didn't yeah. get a shit tattooed on me. Yeah, I wouldn't get a Starlight tattoo, and I definitely wouldn't get a back piece that takes up my entire well, back. I mean, but. if I were going to do a Starlight, I wouldn't do just a Starlight tattoo. If I were going to do that, I'd do like, you know, a, a bunch of different like Malar, like a Malar sleeve yeah. or something. You know, yeah, but, like but, Malar, but I mean. Yeah. And, but but honestly, that wouldn't have taken any more time. I always like that had. little. What was the little kid? Name from Starlight. The little Tweetsy boy. The little kid oh, that was in the ship. I always like that little kid. I mean, little little Tweetsy boy. And uh, this kind of relates to Starlight. You know, the Starlight movie is in. It it it's coming out here in a few years, and uh, Liam Neeson said that he's ending doing action films, and that was Mark Miller's number one pick for Duke McQueen. So. It's not going to be now, of course, but uh, he claims I think twenty by by twenty sixteen he'll uh, he'll be in no more action films. So, well, you know, that means Taken Six might be a, a romantic comedy. <laughs> Taken, okay, oh, Jesus I Christ, can't do take <laughs> that third one was a comedy. I don't know. I never saw it. <laughs> it's getting out of control. Is, is this my hero name? I'll yes. read it later. So Valiant got some money, I guess. Huh? Valiant, Valiant uh, is amazing. Can, yeah, the, Valiant has actually done something that they should have done twenty years ago. They have they have inked a deal to make one of their one of their properties into a movie. 
That's just the early information. It is confirmed, but no one knows what the pro- what there, property there's is. There's two I would love to see. Huh? There's two I would love to see. Which are? Which I think they could. Eternal Warrior? They could nail. Well, I mean, Eternal Warrior might be a little hard. What if they just tried With to do, budget? like, the Valiant, which is their entire universe? No, I think I think it would be, I, I be cool if they did Quantum and Woody. A Quantum and Woody movie. I think they should Would be hilarious. I think Bloodshot would be all right, but I also think they could do a badass Ninjack. I mean, the, I, honestly, if you look at their characters, any of their books will be excellent for you know film. Well, I bet you Quantum and Woody would be hilarious. I bet it would. I bet, as long, especially if the damn goat's in it. <laughs> the goat has to be in it. It's not Quantum and Woody without the goat. It's not. If you don't know what we're talking about, just go to your comic book store and ask them about Quantum Woody and the goat. There you go. <laughs> so I guess maybe they'll make a movie. The, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it was what. something, what was it? They have like $10 million, I think, to make a movie is what I heard. Yeah, something that. along those lines. That's, you know, you can make a, oh, you yeah, pretty, you can make make a pretty decent movie, yeah. starting movie with that. Oh, yeah. I'd like to take a taste of that. I would taste it real good. I would stick my I, I tongue would, right in it. I would in lay it, down right in it and just wallow around. I would stick my tweetsie where the rain don't squizzle. I'll tell you this. If they gave me that money, I could make a good movie for about... Two thousand and pocket the rest, you know. That's and what that I would two thousand would strictly be equipment. So. And I would just hire you guys yeah. for free. So. Yeah. Hire us for free. Yeah, and you guys can have some revenue. Mom would just be like a silent film. You know, just do a silent film. We could just all just sit here. That way, you don't have to have actors. See, I think I think. Uh, <laughs> what is walk it? around. Just, is it your everyday life. Eternal warrior. Is that right? Is it Ivar that's the eternal? No, uh, it's uh, it's what, uh. What about the necromancer? Ah. You think the necromancer could pull off a movie? I, I don't think. I don't. Th- I think that would be a lot to get into for one. But but you know, if they did it right, it's I guess it's possible. But Time Walker, that was the book I was thinking of. That's a that could be good. They're doing it. They and if you've not read the new one, it's they're doing a really good job. Yeah, that 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 was actually always one of my favorite characters from what you know the old Valiant stuff. So. All right, uh, where are we at? Are we at Secret Wars? Yes, welcome to Steve's Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Dave's unsecret. Pretty much, Wars. I just wanted to, everybody knows already that the Marvel event of the summer is the Secret Wars. There's all kinds of books coming out Woo! for Secret Wars. I, many of them look very interesting to me. Um, so we're just going to talk about some of those. We probably won't be able to talk about all of them because it would take a long time. But uh, I want to go ahead and start right off. One of the Secret Wars coming books coming out is uh, X-Men 92. This is a uh, Marvel book, obviously. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. But uh, I do have a problem with this book. X-Men 92 is a 90s-themed X-Men cartoon. It's, a, it's basically a con- continuation of the 90s X-Men cartoon, which is interesting. Uh, I can get behind that. It's one of the things that got me into the X-Men. Um, I, I agree. I think it's going to be sweet. I do wonder, though, because it's going to premiere uh, digitally. It will be printed, it, though. Is it going to be printed It at is the going. Time? No, it's going to be a little later, but I don't okay. care. I'll still get All it. All right. See, after you... After you it's digital that, first. Yeah. With this, com- this particular comic. After you were telling me about that last night, I, I was thinking about something. It's like, okay, and, and we were bringing, you know, we were talking about Spider Gwen and what they were going to do with her. You know, eventually, Secret Wars has to end. They're going to have to go yeah. back. To, they're going to have to go back to a regular Marvel universe. They can't just keep this up on and on and on. Um, they could conceivably 
because of what you were saying about them doing this book, bring things that are not currently a part of the Marvel Universe into the Marvel Universe, like these, like this version of the X-Men or some of the versions of the villains that they used in the cartoon, stuff like that. Yeah. Spider-Gwen could be a part of the main Marvel Universe, but so could Big Hero 6. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that that would be cool. I still haven't seen that, by the way. You need to see that. It's actually, it's, it's fun. It's a fun movie, man. It's good. It's good. But... Then if you guys watch, you, we talked about cartoons a little bit ago. We probably all watched some 90s X-Men. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it's cool they're doing a comic book pretty much based on that setup. Another comic coming out is Armor Wars. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that one, man. I, I, I will actually probably pick that one up. Uh, it uh, updates the classic 80s era Iron Man storyline. Uh which- that was kind of what they. That was kind of what they based the first Iron Man off of. Part part of the story, uh, basically, at some point, it becomes apparent to Iron Man that like the Titanium Man and the the Beetle and the Mandroids that Shield uses to guard the super prison, uh, the vault, the super prison, and stuff like that. All of that's based on Iron Man technology, and it's all stolen from him. So he just kind of goes on this big crusade. And he's whipping people's asses and taking his armor back. So it'll be interesting to see that. But I know that there are other armored heroes. To so what you're telling Brought me is that Iron Man is like America. Let's all his shit get out there and then goes and whoops their ass for them taking it. Right. Yeah. Years of future past. Who doesn't know what this is? Right. I think that's when Wolverine will return. Well, I mean, Wolverine's going to be returning in a multiple yeah. books. Well, true. Yeah, there's going to so, be, I mean, how can you say? be any number of Wolverines. There will be a Wolverine in Years of Future Past. There will be a Wolverine in Age of Apocalypse. There will be a Wolverine in X-Men 92. There will be a Wolverine in Old Man Logan. So, I mean, there, there probably even there could well, be more than that. Yeah. So, I mean, who's to say what? The Old Man Logan should be really fun. Yeah. yeah. We'll get to Old Man Logan. Years of Future Past. Uh... From the 81 storyline, I guess, you know, it, it'll probably be more about mutant survival. Uh, I, I think it sounds cool. Always was a big I, X-Men fan. I think that what they're doing here is, is that, you know, they have a lot of new readers because of uh, the movies and stuff like that. But where the, you know, the new readers are coming in, there's not a huge population of mutants on Earth right now in Marvel. So they're getting to throw back to those days where... Mutants were hated and hunted, and there was a damn million of them floating around. Mm-hmm. I think it. I think it's it's allowing them to go back and to go back to some of the golden age for them. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Uh, I think I, so. There's there man. There's a lot of aspects uh, to to Secret Wars that are brilliant, both for for both sides of it. For you know, from the from their end, business wise, brilliant move, and it's going to be great for the readers. I think. Well, one of the things I'm. Another book I'm pretty pumped about is Captain Marvel and the Carol Corps. Really? Yeah, Captain Marvel and the Carol Corps. Yeah, Kelly Sue's on it again. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, There's also a new co writer, Kelly Thompson. It is about Carol Danvers with an all female squadron of fighter pilots. Really? Yeah. So does she not have her powers? I don't know. I have no idea. There isn't that much. The uh, a quote by the uh, uh, editor says it's. It, she said it's really meant to be a celebration of all the women, and not even just women. All of the fans who flock towards Captain Marvel and Carol Danvers, who are really saluting her while they're reading about her at the same time. That's pretty much all we really know. Okay. 
They are going up against a, a, a Banshee Squadron team that was introduced earlier in the series. Um, Scott Young, of course, is going to be involved with the giant-sized little Marvel Avengers versus X-Men. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you've got all the little the little characters, like how he draws them. I don't really... Uh, it's it's going to be a light-hearted and goofy book, so... Well, yeah. I mean, it's just, that's going to be one of those books when you open it up, the cuteness just makes your head explode. Now... This one I didn't see coming, but now that it was a good, now that they've announced it, I'm actually excited about it. Mrs. Deadpool and the Howling Commandos. Oh yeah, that looks awesome. And this is where Sheikla, or however you say her name is, Deadpool's current wife, who's the queen of the monsters or whatever. It's her and the Howling Commandos, and Man Thing's going to be in this book. The Man Thing. It looks like Man Thing. The uh, the what was it? The Living Mummy or something. The Living Mummy. Uh, that Frankenstein. Yeah, there's it's it's a, a Frankenstein that's based more on the novel Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, than than the movie. Uh, and the Werewolf by Night. Yeah, Jack Jack uh, Russell. Yeah, I think that was his name. The, the yeah, the original Werewolf by Night. It's gonna be sweet. So. I think that that will be an, a, a fun one. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's cool that Man Thing. Well, Man Thing's there. Man, you knew he was gonna be there. Oh yeah. It's like the goofy. He's you know widely widely considered one of the goofiest characters that Marvel ever created, but he's always there. Yeah. You know. Now we already talked about Guardians of Nowhere. Yeah. But uh, you know, just to touch up on that for a second, I'm I'm pretty into the idea. Yeah, I th- I, I was not expecting I was not expecting that, but uh, to to you know to snatch the uh, space station and, and have it be like a moon of battle world. Yeah. Um, Smart writing. That Very is cool. Smart writing. Uh, what else? Uh, what else we got here? You're you're looking at the map right now, right? No, I'm actually just looking at a list. Okay. Some of the stuff I'm just skipping over because of time. <laughs> uh, let's see. The future imperfect. You guys heard of this one yet? I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm familiar with it. That's a Hulk story. It is. Uh, yeah, this is sweet. It's Maestro. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Hulk's evil alter ego maestro. Yeah, it's a he's a future version of the Hulk where the Hulk flipped out and killed all the other heroes. He killed all the well, yeah, he is. It's 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 uh, it's and it's the main universe. I mean, he that's awesome. And the and actually, if you read Spider Man twenty ninety nine, it's in the in the in the year of twenty ninety nine is when he's taken over. Oh really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, so it was pretty sweet. That's cool. Another book we got is 1872. And this is a cowboy version, basically, of Steve Rogers, Tony Stark, and Bruce Banner. Which, that would be sweet. Yeah. I mean, it's different. Dude, it's Western. Man, I love Western. It's a Western. Yeah, it, would be, off, it might be cool. And on, off and on in the, original, in the original first volumes of like Avengers West Coast and Avengers, every now and then they would do these time travel stories where they ended up in the Old West. And that I don't know right off the top of my head, but if I were guessing, I would easily it would be a typical thing for Marvel to do to have 1872 have been the year that they always ended up in. Yeah, I, I think it'll be cool. I think all the Secret Wars books, all the Secret Wars books, sound cool to me. We got Jason Aaron working on a book called Weird World. Have you guys heard of this? It's I've a return back to the classic like barbarian stories. Nice. And uh, it has uh, Ar- Archon Bar- the Barbarian, isn't Archon, it? Yeah. 
an enemy to the Avengers Fantastic villain. Four and He's the Avengers. A villain too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, so I mean, that's, that's kind of neat. So it'll be interesting to throw like that barbarian world into the whole battle world, yeah. you know? Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, did you see the one? Uh, the Phantom. What was it, the Phantom Eagle flies again or something like that? Phantom Eagles. Was that the Secret Wars book? Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Oh yeah, that's uh, uh Garth Ennis is writing it. Oh, it's no, about, it's about a world. It's, it's about a World War One fighter pilot. Where monsters dwell. It's good. Yeah, where monsters that, dwell. That's, that's it. Phantom yeah. yeah. Eagle flies again was a miniseries that Ennis wrote a few years ago. Oh okay. Sorry, and where Sorry I got my Garth Ennis screwed where, up. But. Where monsters dwell is also an old series too. Yeah. From. Yeah. Cool. So I'm, I'm interested in that. Yeah, it's just Venice it's just and, a little mini series. Yeah, too, by, but, by, you know, biplanes versus dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, Garth Ennis is a hell of a writer. Oh yeah. Let's see, we've got the Korvac Korvac saga. Korvac, how do you say his name? Yeah, Korvac. Korvac yeah, saga. Yeah. Classic classic Avengers story. Yeah, and then and uh, there's like characters from the Guardians three thousand in this book. Yeah. We got the Runaways. I think it's cool that they're bringing those characters back. They were really popular, and then it was just like they forgot about them. The Runaways? Yeah. Yeah. They're the children of supervillains, and they find out that their parents are all involved in this, uh, classically. You know, the the original story was they find out that their parents are all involved in this uh, conspiracy to overthrow all of mankind, and they they all run away from home and kind of try to stop that. And... Coolest thing about it is, just one of them has a clone raptor for a pet, like a velociraptor. The hmm. cover is, it looks, I don't know if it is, but it, it looks like Val, a young Valerie Richards. That would probably, that, she would fit in with that with that cast. Yeah, well, see, the new lineup features teen versions of uh, Cloak and Dagger, Bucky, and Scar, and a new character named Sana. Alright. So, that's where they're going with that. More Marvel zombies in Battle World. Now, I wasn't a big fan of Marvel zombies. However, throwing them into Battle World, <laughs> why not? You know, yeah, it might be know, fun. That like, could be uh, cool. I think it's interesting that the, 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 the you know it's going to be Marvel zombies versus the uh, versus the Age of Ultron Ultrons. Yeah, that's another yeah. book. There's a Marvel zombies. Then there's Marvel zombies versus, versus Age of Ultron. Okay, well, so all right. they're both of those things. Now we got another book that uh, uh, Star Lord and Kitty Pride. This is a book coming out of Secret Wars, and they're like in a relationship together, kind of right now they, in the yeah, storyline. Like I'm not really sure why they're doing that. I don't know, you but know, I do like, know that the Black yeah. Vortex that's happening right now will sort of lead into Star Lord and Kitty Pride. Okay. Yeah. So. It, it, what What happens in Black Vortex is going to be what this book, what come. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I find it interesting because what really intrigues me with the picture they've got here for it is she's got claws. I don't know if that's her, is it? Oh, that's her. You look on the cover, yeah, it looks like she has Wolverine claws. I wonder if she got... Are you sure that's supposed to be her? I wonder if she gets turned from the blank vortex. Maybe, dude. Who who knows? We don't know what's going to happen yet, but it could be cool. Um... Now, here's one that I'm pretty excited about. Jason Aaron, again, is working on this one. Uh, Thor's. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah. It's got the... It's got... A quantity of Thor's. It's got the storm with the Asgardian abilities. Yeah. yeah. The Asgardian-powered storm. Uh, Throg. Beta Ray Bill. That's sweet. I love Beta Ray Bill. 
yeah. and the female Thor from the current Thor series. Um, now, the, the, you're, we're seeing a lot of this in Secret Wars with all these different characters coming together that are different versions of the same character, you know? Yeah. And I'm I'm digging it because I personally loved the Spider-Verse event that just ended. Yeah. Loved it. Do I want to see all the Thors in a comic book together? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'll check it out, man. Like, because they're 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 pulling some real obscure characters in there, like Thunderstrike's gonna be in it. Uh, there was like a hell, I can't remember what his name is. There was there was like a Thor from twenty six hundred, the year twenty six hundred or some shit. He's gonna be in there. Uh, Horus uh, from Forever Yesterday is gonna be in there. You know, and that's that. See, that's one of the ones that I'm really intrigued with is how the how they're gonna do the Forever Yesterday story because. New Egypt, new. We know the New Egyptians on the map of, of Battle World. Yeah. and that, like I said, that was that was three issues of one book, one time, never again, until now. That's interesting. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll be awesome. Uh, why don't you tell us about another book that's coming out, Ghost Racers? Ghost Racers, man. That's the. It's, it's kind of like the kind of like the uh, the deal with the uh, the Thors. It's going to be all these different versions of Ghost Rider, which is awesome. Uh, there's going to be like future versions of Ghost Rider, Western versions of Ghost Rider, the current Ghost Rider, who is not the classic Ghost Rider, but he is a Ghost Rider. Uh, he is he's uh, like a, a different guy that made the same deal that Johnny Blaze made back in the day. So, uh, uh, you know, he drives a, you know, a 69 uh, Dodge Charger with flaming wheels. Uh, but Johnny Johnny Blaze is going to be in it. I hope dang, the Dan Catch Ghost Rider is going to be in. <clears throat> Vengeance is going to show up, I'm sure. Because, you know, those are characters that you can't... If you're going to do a book about a bunch of Ghost Riders, you can't leave those out. You know? And so... But apparently, they, they, there's going to be a, a, a little mini-series that's going to be like a Ghost Rider-gasm. And I am way into that. Awesome. We've got a new Infinity Gauntlet. Infinity Gauntlet, uh, they're saying that it will feature Thanos as the lead villain, of course, but it will not be the same version of Thanos readers are used to. Right. So and I know that the Novas are going to be prominent characters. The Novas are going to be prominent characters in it. I wonder what Novas. I don't know. What, I, what I've read so far suggests that there's only going to be four or five of them and it's going to be a family of Novas. Like, interesting. That's interesting. So I don't know if it's going to be Sam Alexander's family with Nova Powers. It could be Rich Rider's family with Nova Powers. You know. Or it could be some completely new characters. We will see. Old Man Logan. That is a, uh, I believe, a continuation from Mark Miller's Old Man Logan. Um, if you haven't read it, you should. Pretty much, you know, Wolverine doesn't, you know, he's trying to be, I guess, peaceful. Doesn't want to bring those claws out. And, um, uh, I've, I've always wanted to read that story, but I have never laid eyes on it anywhere. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they push them around. Those claws do come out eventually. Well, yeah, and this book takes place after yeah, the original. Yeah, I think it's a continuation. It is. I, from what I... There's something I don't see. When Miller's ended, he had, like, this baby Hulk with him. And I have not seen it any, like, from the cover of the new one or any, like, you know, they're not mentioning that. So Interesting. One of the, uh, what is, oh, is, the, is there's like a sad, there's like one of the, I can't remember which book it is. There's going to be a version of one of the, one of the, one of the worlds or one of the areas on Battle World, one of the books that's running. It's going to be 
Captain America in the Savage Land with Devil Dinosaur, and they're fighting a crap ton of Hulks. It's the Planet Hulk book. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hulk yeah, Hulk. Planet Hulk. Let's go ahead and talk about Planet Devil Hulk. Devil Dinosaur's going to be there? Devil Dinosaur's going to yeah, be there. Yeah, it's and basically a, a gladiator version of Captain America riding on his faithful steed, Devil Dinosaur, fighting tons of Hulks. Honestly, I don't know how still they could beat all those Hulks. Yeah, Seems know. like they would be outnumbered. Seems Just like one Hulk is a big enough problem. I'm still going to watch it, though, because it, oh, it, definitely, it reminds dude. me so much. Of it looks like, awesome. That that just smacks of Jack Kirby right there. You yeah. know, it's like that's the kind of thing that Jack Kirby would be like, let's do this. You know, <laughs> and I, I love I love those classic Kirby stories, which the Devil Dinosaur is Kirby's character. Yeah. So in humans, Attilian Rising. See, I think this I think this is actually going to be the crux point of the entire storyline. I I think in humans. Inhumans is getting set up to, if you read the current Inhumans, it's getting set up to pretty much, I, I feel like Inhumans is about to take over the Marvel Universe. I have a feeling you might be on to something it's, there. Or at least I replace can't, I, the well, mutants, I can't, kind of. Well, I can't the, say what's yeah. going on in humans because I won't ruin it for anybody, but like with the Uncanny Inhumans coming out. Yeah. It's... It's it's gonna be like it seems to me like it's gonna be two completely different groups of Inhumans where Black Bolt's the leader of one and Medusa's leading Attil Attilia the, the new whatever the new Inhumans right so I uh, I think that book's gonna end up being probably I wouldn't be surprised if after Convergence what goes on with them in this. Or you mean Secret Wars? Oh, it's Convergence. Wow. Yeah, same thing. Secret War. <laughs> Secret Wars, that it's going to pretty much... I, I, I think what's going to happen with them is going to lead to a lot of what's going on after Secret Wars. I, I agree yeah. with you, because what, everything that I'm reading about, uh, you know, the, this series that they're going to run during Secret Wars, it's basically, it's setting up... Uh, Black Bolt uses all of this chaos that where uh, everything has happened to stay the power play. You know, yeah, that's what he's been doing this whole and, time. And that, I think that that's brilliant writing because I mean he is a monarch of people. He's you know the uh, the leader of an, a genetic offshoot race that was alienated by their planet for many years and then ended up ruling that empire. You know, I think I think that it's brilliant. It's brilliant writing. Yeah, Black Bolt's definitely everything that he's done up to Secret War so far has been to. Make thousands and thousands of Inhumans. Yeah. So I mean, it's gonna be, and they're ridiculous. Like Black Bolt's ridiculously strong. Yeah, you know. Probably. I mean, so. And I'm sure that there are people out there that don't even know who this character is. So give them, let's give them a little background on Black Bolt. Black Bolt is the leader of the Inhumans, and his power is that he can fly. He has a limited degree of superhuman strength, but his he, his voice projects a sonic wave that is so powerful that it can shatter mountains. I mean, so he never speaks. A whisper, a whisper would kill somebody. Yeah, it would rip them in half. I mean, like they wouldn't. Imagine what would have happened if he would have been the one whispering in Thor's ear when he <laughs> dropped the hammer. <laughs> Thor would be dead. Right. And again, Jack Kirby characters, the humans. 
the Inuits are amazing. So, I mean, that's, they're, it's I mean, they're making awesome a comeback book. in the TV. They're in the TV. They've already announced a movie. Yeah. I mean, right now, Agents of Shield is all about the Inhumans. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I, th- I think it's fantastic because they, the, the, char- the characters have just been, you know, they're, they're actually so powerful that Marvel really hasn't been able to do anything with them. You know, but they're setting it up in, in Secret Wars. That there's going to be a million friggin' Hulks running around. So you know, I mean, yeah. uh, they're 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 recreating the Marvel universe and ch- changing things so that all of the characters are going to be much more usable for them in the future. So you know, it's a good idea. Well, I and I don't know if we. I think we we gone over X Men, haven't we? Or is there more to come? More X Men books. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's some stuff X Men related that we haven't even talked about. I mean, we're we're not going to be able to talk about all these books. We're at the end well, of the show I, I, right I, now. I do want to say this though: um, the X Men's. If you don't read the X Men books right now, they're setting up almost the same as you know, Genosha, whatever. They what like six six point five or sixteen point five, some crazy number million mutants got killed. Yeah. So like almost all mutants were. Wiped out. There was hardly any left. Well, see the extinction agenda. The extinction agenda storyline that, that was the big. I mean, it took them years to get to it, but the extinction agenda storyline is going to be re- touched on again in this. Well, and they're. Uh, to, oh yeah, I saw. Yeah, classic Genosha. And they before that happened. Well, so, they. Uh, yeah. it, it, right now in the X Men books, out of nowhere, there are now. Uh, Mutants popping up in uh, an alarming rate, like they're just popping up everywhere again. So it, it makes you wonder where they're going to go with do that. Do you know what happened to the mutants aside from what happened to Genosha? What? Uh, in Disassembled, which ran in the Avengers, the the Scarlet Witch has a massive psychological snap, and she has probability altering powers. That's what her powers are. They're not magical. She alters the laws of probability, and she has this massive psychological snap. And just says no more mutants nowhere, and they just cease to exist, like just gone, and all uh, down to like four percent, like of of the previous population, like just vaporized. They were they were just gone. Well, there's actually so there's a mutant out right now that's in the X Men books. I don't know what they're gonna do with them, but who is so powerful and uncontrollable. That he makes even like the Phoenix Force and stuff a joke. Like he is. Who is it? He doesn't even have a name. I, I mean, he's got a name, but he, he's a guy that Professor X hid his he hid his own powers from because he was that dangerous. Yeah. And now that Professor X is gone, all these barriers he built in his brain are starting to disappear because Professor X can't keep them together now. So he's like insanely powerful. I've noticed that there's, you know, especially uh, looking at this conversation, there's been a lot of stuff come out since we started talking about all the different books that are coming out of Secret Wars over the past few weeks. Like, there's some common threads happening here with this story that they did a few years ago called Earth X, right? You talk about the massive number of humans and mutants popping up, right? What happens in Earth X is Reed Richards is trying to to build a, a new power grid for the world that's going to uh, you know give the entire world free power using vibranium and somehow using this pterogen mist which is what causes the inhumans yeah. to mutate from just Cree, plain Cree into what they become. Well, there's some kind of a chain reaction with Earth's atmosphere and the pterogen mist just goes all over Earth and it mutates everyone yeah. into human beings. The only person, The only person in the world that doesn't mutate 
uh, is Tony Stark because he's in a hermetically sealed chamber, and uh, Captain America was all—he was already the peak of human ability, but he was just far enough above human to be already superhuman, so he didn't change. And that was the only two human beings left in the world. So there's some common threads between stuff going on here. And the Red Skull, the way they did the Red Skull in that story was the Red Skull was this child uh, who was 12, maybe 12 years old. Just As soon as he hits puberty, his mutant powers activate. And he is just, he's a mutant, not an inhuman. And he is a, such a powerful telepath that every other telepath on Earth dies at the same time. Jeez. Well, anyway, there's a bunch more secret books coming out. Our Secret Wars books coming out. Uh, if you follow it, you'll you'll see them all. If you're a comic reader, you know what they are. Uh, that's pretty much all the time we got today for the show. But before we go, <laughs> my superhero name is the Lip Striker. The Lip Striker. The Lip Striker. You what about your lips? I guess so. Apparently, I am Jimmy the Jackhammer. Jimmy the Jackhammer. That sounds like your porn name. It is actually my porn name oh. now. Now. <laughs> I got the Bulging Stallion. I think these are all of our porn names. <laughs> Wait, what was your name? The Lip Striker. The Lip Striker. Turns out what, what was your name? <laughs> I didn't get myself. I got one for you. The Damn. Flaming Douche. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Just because, uh, you know, Darth Vader sucks. Wait, I don't have that flavor yet. Listen, I'm not saying that Darth Vader doesn't suck. I'm saying that Snake Blister sucks in a fight against Darth Vader. We need to get a woman as a good person.